So what if I told you everybody was a little right and everybody was a little wrong when it came to Mark Adams and what is going on at Texas Tech? I'm Pete Mundo, HeartlandCollegeSports.com, covering the Big 12 Conference. I know it's not the hot take of Texas Tech hates Christianity or Mark Adams is a racist. I know, I know, I know that's not the hot take that uh, you come to expect from too many fools on media, across media, but that's not what we do. Now, I'll give you a strong opinion, but it's going to be based on what we know. It's going to be based in fact, not just trying to get a click and a headline. That's not what we're going to do here at Heartland College Sports. So Mark Adams, as you know by now, um, is unlikely to retain his job at Texas Tech. I don't want to say he's done. Um, I don't want to say he's a dead man walking or anything like that, but we do know that he is not going to coach in the Big 12 tournament. Um, we know that that is happening, and we know that Corey Williams, one of the assistants, is going to take his place. We know it's been a tumultuous year, not just on the court, but off the court for Mark Adams as well and everything else that has happened with Texas Tech basketball. Um, it has been, obviously, a very much up-and-down season after what was a very good by everything we know on the court, year one for Mark Adams taking over from Chris Beard. But by now, uh, the story is that Mark Adams was suspended over the weekend in relation to the use of inappropriate, unacceptable, and racially insensitive comment last week per a Texas Tech news release. Um, Adams was encouraging the student-athlete to be more receptive to coaching and referenced Bible verses about workers, teachers, parents, and slaves serving their masters, per the Texas Tech release. Adams immediately addressed the incident with the team and apologized, according to the statement. Uh, Kirby Hocutt, the AD, was made aware of an incident in reference to a coaching session between Adams and a member of the men's basketball team. Hocutt met with the players individually on Sunday, according to a Texas Tech official. Hocutt addressed the matter with Mark Adams, issued a written reprimand, and made the decision to suspend him on Sunday to conduct a more thorough investigation. Now, it's very easy to sit there and say, oh, oh here we go, woke colleges uh, who are looking to take down a man quoting the Bible. I'm not going to go there, and trust me, I'll be the first one to call out woke colleges. I will. We know them all too well. I talk about them in my day job. I get that. But is this really that, or is this just what appears to me to be the case here? Is this maybe the straw that breaks the camel's back? There have been a lot of things inside the Texas Tech basketball program involving Mark Adams that have rubbed a lot of people and a lot of important people the wrong way. Is this the thing that ultimately gets him? It may be. Now, it's weird because the press release says that Adams apologized, but, you know, there's also a uh, comment and quote to Jeff Goodman of Stadium that says, ultimately, uh, Adams, I guess, contradicted that, saying that he didn't end up apologizing. So there's mixed reports there, and it doesn't really matter. What matters is what this appears to be about. Mark Adams may have very well been wrong if he is speaking to a student-athlete that way. Now, is he a racist? That's ridiculous. Y you know, whether he made a poor reference to, you know, trying to use a Bible verse to then in turn make a point to a student-athlete, I don't know. We all use bad analogies. Should that be a career-ender? No. 
Is Mark Adams a racist? There's no evidence to suggest that. I mean, the guy's got three assistant coaches. Two of them are black. So spare me the whole, you know, Mark Adams, who's been coaching basketball and coaching young black men for basically his entire adult life, is somehow secretly a hidden racist, and we all found out about it now on Sunday. That's nonsense. That's absolute nonsense. So those allegations seem way too far-fetched. Is it possible Adams used a poor analogy and a poor reference and should apologize for that if it did rub an individual the wrong way? Yes, that's what makes the world go round. Is that student being sensitive, that student-athlete being sensitive? I would say so. I would make the case yes. But you know what? If there's somebody that you care about, And you unknowingly hurt their feelings, even if you think they're being soft. What do good people do when they realize they've hurt somebody's feelings, even if you think they're being overly sensitive? You say, hey, my bad. I'm sorry. I apologize. Um, What can I do to write this? Let's all move on together. Right? That's, That's what people do. Normal people do with people they care about. So I'm not saying Mark Adams at all handled this perfectly. I'm not. Now, on the flip side of this, Texas Tech. Let's talk about Texas Tech and Kirby Hocutt here. They're not innocent either. They're not. This very well may be a way to figure out how to fire Mark Adams with cause and save themselves about $7 million. Let's not act like Texas Tech is all roses here. Texas Tech is looking like the, just the good guys trying to get the racially insensitive coach out of the program. Come on. There are millions of dollars attached to this situation. Millions of dollars attached to this situation. The notion that we're just going to take Texas Tech at their word, I'm not going to do that either. I'm not going to defend Mark Adams necessarily, but I'm also not going to sit here and blindly defend Texas Tech. You got two parties with millions of dollars at stake. Mark Adams stands to make millions of dollars if they fire him without cause, and Texas Tech stands to save millions of dollars if they fire him with cause. The attorneys are going to be very heavily involved in whatever ends up happening here. Now, it does appear like Mark Adams may be on his last legs. According to reports over the weekend, Jeff Goodman as well, uh, putting this out there from the stadium, he says, quote, in a, a source tells him he'd be shocked if Mark Adams coached another game in Lubbock. Most of the players don't want to play for him. Now, I also don't think that you fire a coach because the players don't want to play for him. I do not think, and don't take this reference the wrong way, anybody, I don't think you let the inmates run the asylum. In college basketball, there is more turnover than ever before. Because of the transfer portal, because of NIL, you have oftentimes, look at Kansas State. They had two players, two players coming back from last year's team, and now they're probably going to be a two or three seed in the NCAA tournament. College basketball turns over more than any sport because you need, what, 10, 12 guys, NIL, transfer portal. You basically have a new team every year. You do not let the players in any sport dictate who your head coach is going to be. Now, there are exceptions. LeBron James. Patrick Mahomes, come to mind. If they want to pick their head coach, at least LeBron James in his prime, LeBron James now, you know, I'm not going to let him pick the coach, but LeBron James in his prime, okay. He wants to play with Eric Spolstra of the Miami Heat, okay. Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, 
you know, whenever Andy's time is up, Patrick Mahomes should have a say in who's the next head coach is going to be. College players at Texas Tech in the basketball program? No. No way. There are, you can count on one, maybe two hands, how many athletes in the world should really have any say in who the head coach of a team is going to be. Certainly not the guys, and I'm not knocking them, but certainly not the guys in West Texas on the basketball team. So this, to me, feels like a leak when it comes to uh, potentially players and those around Texas Tech looking to get Mark Adams out and looking to get him fired and looking to do it with cause. Has Mark Adams done himself any favors? No. Mark Adams should know more than anybody that there's a lot of people around Lubbock who are not fans of his and who he has not grown close to over the last uh, 12 months or so. A lot of things have rubbed people the wrong way. I mean, our guy Jackson Moody, if you haven't listened to Jackson Moody's uh, Heartland College Sports Texas Tech podcast, you should. Just search Texas Tech, search uh, Heartland College Sports, wherever you get your podcasts, and subscribe to the Texas Tech edition of the Heartland College Sports Podcast. Our host of that show is Jackson Moody. He's a Texas Tech alum, and he does a great job taking you through the ins and outs of what's happening behind the scenes. He's really good, and I would suggest you find that podcast. But I'm not defending necessarily everything Mark Adams did because he's rubbed a lot of people the wrong way, and he should have known better. But nobody is innocent here. Nobody in either of these two cases on either side of this equation, Texas Tech or Mark Adams. But Texas Tech absolutely has the upper hand. And it's at the point now where how do you possibly bring him back, right? How does Mark Adams potentially even come back from this? It doesn't make any sense. So that's where that stands right now, and we'll monitor it and we'll see what ends up happening here. Uh, meantime, some other news and notes on the show. How about realignment? What is happening on the conference realignment front? I'm Pete Mundo on heartlandcollegesports.com. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. We appreciate you being here. Well, how about this from Pete Thamel? Pete Thamel ESPN is reporting that Colorado and Arizona odds-on candidates to join the Big 12 Conference. That's what Pete Thamel is saying in a new report on Monday. Whew, boy, this just keeps getting juicier, doesn't it? In an article titled, Don't Trust Anyone, the latest on the Pac-12 drama as decision draw near, Pete Thamel dives into the latest on the Pac-12 struggles to hold together. And he talks about how there's maybe some people optimistic that Pac-12 Commissioner George Kleokov can pull off some short-term deal and try to keep the conference together for a few more years, while others are looking for the way out. Now, Thamel confirmed that there has been contact between the Big 12 and the Four Corner Schools. This was reported last week by The Athletic, and we told you about that. Thamel then says, according to sources, there has at least been minimal contact between the Big 12 and Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, and Colorado. The contact has been emerged or has emerged to varying degrees and via various methods, depending on the school. But there's a bottom line pragmatism to the conversation. You can't blame anyone looking for options and what's out there per an industry source. Of course. Of course. So here are the two schools, he says, that have expressed the most interest to jump to the Big 12. Colorado, Arizona. Colorado has Big 12 roots. Deion Sanders, their head coach, resonates, of course, in the Dallas Metroplex. And, of course, Arizona's basketball-first mindset potentially joining the Big 12 as the undisputed top league in America is very appealing. 
And by the way, and I didn't know this, but there are years of administrative animus towards the Pac-12 dating back to former Commissioner Larry Scott's tenure at Arizona. Former Arizona AD Greg Byrne first uh, guessed Scott's missteps that set the league off course nearly a decade ago. It has been a decade of mistakes for the Pac-12. There's no doubt about it. So now you're sitting here if you're the Big 12 and you're waiting for somebody to jump. It's going to take two. And if it's Colorado and Arizona, those are a great two. I have been a proponent of Colorado coming back to the Big 12. I know a lot of you disagree with me. I have been a huge fan of that since day one because of bringing back some of the ties to the old Big 12 North, having some old, I don't want to say rivalries, but certain commonalities uh, back in this league. When you have a new era of college football, bringing back some familiarity isn't the worst thing in the world. In fact, it's a great thing to have. So that's potentially encouraging. And then on top of that, you look at this and you say, Arizona, Brett Yormark loves basketball. Brett Yormark is a basketball guy. He loves himself some hoops. He wants to see this league become not just what it is right now, the number one basketball conference in America. He wants this to be the preeminent basketball conference in America. And then he wants to spin it off and sell the football separately from the basketball because he believes the basketball is undervalued on the open market. He feels like right now basketball is a throw-in for the football deal. And Brett Yormark's saying, I've got football in one hand, I've got basketball in the other, and you know what, let's split them up and you can have everybody bid for them separately. It's, it's actually incredibly bright is what it is. I mean, if you're a restaurant and you've been throwing in the best Caesar salad in your city... If you order a chicken parm and you realize, wait, I can charge $15 for that Caesar salad that I'm giving people for free when they order a chicken parm. Why would I do that? Right? It makes perfect sense. And that's how Brett Yormark is finally thinking. And he's doing something. and He's thinking in a way that nobody else in college sports has done. And it really could be a game changer. So Arizona's like, wait, okay, so we can join this conference. We can have stability. We can make more money. We can have our basketball program going up against Kansas and Kansas State and Baylor and Texas Tech, um, West Virginia. I mean, you've got Hall of Fame coaches, Bob Huggins. You've got a great program like Iowa State. Could you imagine? I mean, Arizona going to Ames on a Saturday when it's 15 degrees. I know the weather doesn't matter. I'm just kind of setting the scene outside. It's going to be an awesome environment inside the Coliseum. That's going to be great. In Arizona, ask Arizona fans. Do they want to see that or do they want to see, you know, uh, Washington State or Stanford in front of a half-filled stadium? Come on. It's not even close. So Arizona suddenly may be saying, you know what, this makes sense. And if they also can't stand the Pac-12 and feel like the Pac-12 has made mistake after mistake, that's even better. Now, the other question here is what about Washington and Oregon? They are still looking for the first bus to the Big Ten. What do they do? Pete Thamel reports here, at some point, knowing it doesn't make fiscal sense for Oregon and Washington to be long-term committed, do other Pac-12 schools seek to chart their own course? Colorado and Arizona, as he then notes, are the odds-on candidates to jump first. Colorado's jumped first before. Remember, Colorado bailed out of the Big 12 because they were worried the league was about to collapse. 
And Colorado felt like it didn't have a travel partner or it didn't have a partner, right? The old Big 12, they looked at it. They said, okay, Oklahoma has Oklahoma State. Kansas has Kansas State. Texas and Texas Tech, when A&M leave, who do we have? Who's our partner? Who's looking out for us? And the answer was nobody. So they looked out for themselves. They looked out for themselves and they went to the Pac-12. And now if they're being smart, they're going to look out for themselves again. And they're going to come back to the Big 12. And every Big 12 fan should open them with open arms. Like, don't... I, I keep hearing this from Big 12 fans. Screw them. Let them go. We don't want them here. We won. In that scenario, the Pac-12 will officially be dead. We have won. We may have lost a battle, but we have won the war. The Pac-12 will be a non-existent at least as a Power 5 conference, if and when that does happen. You've won the war. They're surrendering to you. Enjoy it. Appreciate it. Soak it up. And then just move on. And welcome Colorado back and enjoy the road trips to Boulder. Why be petty about it when you've won the war? That's the part I don't understand from some Big 12 fans. This makes all the sense in the world. And I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm here to enjoy it. I'm here to celebrate it. Because to me, it's all about making this conference the clear number three conference in America behind the SEC and behind the Pac-12, or Pac-12, behind the SEC and behind the Big Ten. That's what matters. And that's what this can ultimately achieve. When the first two dominoes fall, it's game over. And there will be a lot of meetings this week that we're going to have to follow. There's going to be Pac-12 meetings with the conference uh, tournaments going on. There's going to be Big 12 meetings in Kansas City. I'm based here in Kansas City, so uh, we'll be down at the Big 12 tournament. Our guy Matthew Postens will be up here uh, covering the tournament with us as well. So uh, be sure to follow everything we've got going on. On Instagram, follow us there. We will have a lot of Instagram content for you this week at Heartland College Sports, uh, the Twitter page as well, and of course the Facebook page and YouTube. And of course, tomorrow, uh, we're going to drop a very good Big 12 tournament preview. So do not miss that. I'm Pete Mundo on Heartland College Sports. It is good to be here with you for another show. And we are just watching very closely to see what happens with this conference realignment. I'm here for it, baby. And I know you're here for it as well. That's why you're a part of this show. It's good stuff all around. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, with that being said, if you want a free Heartland College Sports koozie, you know how to get it, too, uh, don't you? You know how to get it, right? Just leave a rating and a review on the podcast. Send me a screenshot to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com, and we will get you all hooked up with that Heartland College Sports koozie in the mail. I send them out every week. You get them from me. Just uh, send me a screenshot of your rating and review on iTunes to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com, and hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Thank you guys for being here. Have a great rest of your day. Big week ahead, so do not miss it at heartlandcollegesports.com. Also, subscribe to our free message boards. You can interact with our writers. I'm there all the time, and we'll talk to you there as well. Just go to heartlandcollegesports.com and click on the forums tab at the top of the page. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Take care.